Previously, on Bemidji Ijdemeb. All of you are currently staying at uh, the Lake Bemidji Hotel. Dave's going to head over with the kiddos. Hey, you know, I'm real sorry about the continental breakfast and all, but uh, I did go down to the Dunkin' and I picked up some donuts and some coffee and some OJ if you're interested. Uh, Kids, if you can just, uh, you know, settle down a little bit. Uh, Weather's picking up. Got to really focus. So the air horn is bellowing and everything is so loud you can hear the screeching of tires and you swerve quickly off to the side and everybody goes airborne for a second before your seatbelts lock you back down into place. Dave's going to mosey around the car giving a very stern fatherly look over the situation he has put us in. So you are up to the frame in snow at this point. So you are trying to make your way into the cab through the front windshield that's been broken. You kick off a couple of pieces of jagged glass so that you don't cut yourself when you're going in. So kiddos, I'm going to need to ask you to do me a favor here. (laughs) I'm going to need to uh, have you put on your brave faces because we're going to save a man's life today. A couple of more officers pull up next to the vehicle a short amount of time later and... Dave, you're with your two kids in the back, and then um, uh, Charlie and Spencer are both in the back of another squad car, and they take you back to your hotel room. And the next morning, you hear... Bemidji, it's 7.01 a.m. and a brisk 7 degrees outside with a chance of flurries all day. I am Mike Wolf with KAPL and this is your morning grind. Starting off the day with Braxton Barfel's seminal 2001 hit, Who Was In My Hole Last Night? And you look over and, and Jason and Sean are jumping on the bed and uh, Jason looks over at you and he goes, Dad, Dad, are we going to the lake today? And they're excited and jumping on the bed and, and yeah, Dave, no, you wake up the next morning with this intense uh, form of deja vu. Yeah, he uh, just blinks at his kids a couple of times before saying, uh, all right there, uh, stop jumping on the bed, you'll hurt yourself. It's good to see you're feeling better since yesterday, though. Yeah, we're feeling great. Let's go to the lake. All right, well, we'll uh, check to see if Charlie and uh, Spence are doing all right and see how the weather's turning out today. And he'll get the kids ready. Yeah, you start getting them ready, and we uh, we cut over to Spencer next. Uh, so, Spencer, your uh, your alarm clock is going off. The radio DJ has just announced to you that it's 7.01. Yeah, today I hit it off, and I've already been awake this morning. And I've Starting off the day. Placed all my reels into the uh, suitcase and stuff, ready to go. They're all oiled and, and in perfect condition. And I'm already dressed and ready to go down to the uh, breakfast area. Okay, cool. Um, what about you, Charlie? Your alarm goes off. You get the DJ, and so your uh, your leg is still broken. But any of like the new bumps and bruises that you sustained yesterday are no longer on your body. And you definitely remember aching a lot more when you went to bed, and you feel just a little better. Weirdly enough. Charlie will kind of roll out of bed and his thick cast thumps against the floor and he rubs his eyes and then uh, he's going to try and remember Dave's room and dial the number on the phone. So Dave, 
Right as you're about to go out the door, your phone in your hotel room rings. He'll uh, stop the kids from leaving and go answer the phone real quick. You have the door open and you see this gentleman in a purple Vikings jacket. He passes past your door, like right as you're closing it, and you walk over to the phone and you pick it up and on the other end is Charlie. Hello there, Dave speaking. Charlie, how are you now? Uh, feeling surprisingly better. I did not mean to sleep that long. Oh yeah, busy day yesterday though. But um, seems to have done the kiddos well too. They've been uh, jumping on the bed to get uh, get at today, bright and early. So, how did you finish up the day yesterday? Did you uh, go to the event? Nah, mostly just resting. You know, I just had a thing with the stomach going on for myself, too, so took it easy. But uh, I think we're all rested now, so maybe we can actually uh, go to the event today. All right. Let me, uh, give me a few moments to just get myself together. I'll be out. All right. I'll go grab Spence. And Dave will uh, hang up the phone and rally the kiddos to go <laughs> bang on Spencer's door. Um, Spencer, have you left to go to the breakfast area yet, or are you still in your room, do you think? Yeah, I'm already down there. Okay, um, you get no answer, and I think at this point, Charlie's probably made his way out of his door as well. Gotcha. Yeah, if there's no answer from Spencer's door, I think, uh, the next safest bet is to just get everyone down to the breakfast area, get some food in the kiddos, and see if, uh, Spencer's either there or if he shows up. Okay, so y'all will start making your way down. Uh, Spencer, you are in an empty breakfast area. There is absolutely nothing prepared. Um, You've probably looked out the front door already and seen that there is a ton of snow, just like there was yesterday. Um, And yeah, there is nothing uh, on the Continental Breakfast Bar. Oh boy, this stuff again. Uh, Anyways, um... Oh, I know what I should do. Um, and he walks over to the front desk and he's going to ding the bell a few times. You ding it and wait for a little bit and nothing. There's nobody there. As I'm waiting, I'm going to um, take a 20 out of my um, wallet and kind of palm it and then put the wallet back in my in my pants there. Okay. And continue waiting. Yeah, no one shows up. Um, but eventually your friends do. Oh, hey. I kind of wave to him. Oh, up early today, eh, Spence? Oh, yeah, don't... <laughs> I don't want another repeat of yesterday. That was, uh... That was quite a day. Yeah, you and me both. You, uh, feeling better? Uh, a, a little bit. I, I wanted to ring the guys to give them a little, you know, and I kind of show them the 20 in my palm, uh... You know, a little something after making that mess yesterday in the jacuzzi, but uh, no one seems to be around. Really, no one's around again. You know, since uh, yesterday when we came down here to go grab the breakfast and couldn't find anyone. Speaking of, have you grabbed some already? Oh, uh, I I looked around, but there was nothing. But uh, yeah, yesterday morning was kind of a blur for me, to be honest. I don't remember a single thing. Okay, well... Uh, he'll, Dave will turn to Jason and Sean and, um, I guess Charlie, if he's in tow, and 
gonna go scope out the breakfast area, which you've already described as being empty again. <laughs> oh, I guess the snow hasn't cleaned up. This is kind of strange. You'd think, uh, after going through this yesterday, they'd kind of be on top of things. Unless the weather got real bad while we were sleeping. Yeah. I'm gonna check the front desk for that guy again. Hey, uh, Charlie, roll me wisdom, please. Oh, fuck, that would be awesome in D&D. <clears throat> Nat 20 to fail. Okay. Uh, go ahead and walk in back, and you will see the same kitchenette from yesterday, and there is nobody there, everything is dark, it's kind of colder back here, and uh, there, se- there seems to be no one uh, around. Well, he's not back here. Maybe he's... You know... I'm gonna just kind of have a thought and go look out the front door, the parking lot? You go and you look out the front door and you can see that your truck um, that you guys drove yesterday is in perfect condition, but also very snowed in. The parking lot has been plowed, but again, there is a large... uh, buildup of snow behind all of the vehicles. You can see that there are a couple of sedans and other trucks that are also in the parking lot like there was yesterday and there's a few people that are milling about um, but they seem to be acting as though everything is completely normal. You see this gentleman in a purple Vikings jacket and he's got this bushy mustache and he uh, wanders outside uh, for a second past you and uh kind of puts his hands on his hips and looks at his car and then comes back in and he says well if that ain't the if that ain't enough to get your goat I don't know what is hey Dave uh yeah Dave will have the kids sit down in the cafeteria and um venture on over to check out what's going on look at this the wrecking crew already got your car back but then it got snowed in again huh Alright, and uh, the guy with the purple jacket, he's standing right there, right? Yep. And that's Bill from yesterday, right? Correct, Mundo. Great. So then, uh, yeah, Dave will just kind of peek over at the car, kind of curiously note that it's back in the same position it was yesterday, and uh, turn to Bill and say, um, Oh, hey there, Bill. Saw you walking by the room this morning. Glad I didn't bump into you again. What are you talking about, there? Do I know you from somewhere? Oh yeah, name's Dave. We uh, met early yesterday morning on my way out of the uh, my room upstairs. Well, I didn't get into the hotel until uh, yesterday evening, though. Dave just like Dave cannot process that information. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, but we bumped into each other in the morning. I have two kiddos. No, I uh, saw you through the door. Yeah, no, I saw you closing your door, but we didn't bump into each other. That's the only night I've been here is last night. His eyes slowly narrow, and he just kind of says, Okay, well, ah. You all right there, feller? Yeah, I guess I'm just a bit hungry, you know. Um, Weather's looking kind of nasty, eh? Well, we could all uh, take a walk down to the McDonald's. It's just around the corner. Well, yesterday we were going to head to a diner. Well, that would probably uh, 
I think there might be one close. I'm not too sure. I ain't from around these parts. I'm from, you know, down south near Rochester. Yeah, we were told there was one nearby. Oh. Okay. I mean, if the McDonald's is within walking distance, that's probably a better bet. Especially if it's right around the corner. Well, yeah, it ain't too far. And, you know, we could just walk and hopefully there'll be somebody back here that can help us clear out our cars when we get back. Charlie, like, side-eyes the deep snow in his cast, and he's like, yeah, we can walk. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, um, Dave will glance over to the kiddos and get them on board for McDonald's. I'm sure they're pretty pumped for it, but before actually leaving, he does want to, like, check his phone to check the forecast for today, just to make sure he's not leading everyone into another huge mess like yesterday. Uh, roll wisdom when you do that, please. Okie dokes. That's a pass. Um, it says February 2nd again on your phone when you click on the weather app. And it was February 2nd yesterday. Huh. Well, that's weird. Dave will say, looking at his phone. Probably not having moved from Charlie's side. Maybe Bill's still there. I don't know. That's up to you. But, um, he'll just kind of look up to whoever's around and he'll say, uh, what, uh, what day of the week is it? Uh, it's uh, Saturday, third. February 2nd. Yep, the 3rd. What? No, it, it's the 2nd, definitely, and he'll show you his uh, smartwatch. Uh, we... No, because my flight, and then Dave, and the event... Dave will slowly hold up his phone to Charlie, showing the date on it as well. But my flight, and you, and the event... Have y'all been drinking? No, I don't uh, do too much drinking these days. Um, I'm going to go talk to our other friend over here and uh, get him on board for the McDonald's trip, at, at the very least. Okay. And <laughs> Dave's going to go uh, talk to Spencer. Yeah, I'm still over there by the front desk, like, waiting. <laughs> As he's walking over there, I'm going to be trying to hobble right behind Dave on my crutches, and I'm going to be trying to be like, but Dave, my flight, and you, and your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's just letting you babble at this point. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Spence, uh, why don't you take a look at this? And Dave will just slide yeah, his... the service in this place. Can you believe it? <laughs> He'll slide his phone, uh, like, in front of Spencer, um, showcasing, like, the date and today's forecast and everything. You're, uh, seeing what I'm seeing, right? Oh, my gosh. You're meaning to tell me I got here a day early yesterday? That's why we weren't ever going to get there on time. They weren't even open yet. No, so the thing is, talking to Bill over there, and uh, I've ran into him in the morning uh, yesterday, and he has no recollection of it. Uh, something tells me something weird's going on. Well, it's not that weird to run into somebody and they forget. Well, yeah, I like to think that I'm a, at least a little bit memorable. You know, especially with the two kiddos. We literally bumped into each other in the morning. <laughs> I kind of bring my hand up in there, and I'm like, eh... <laughs> the, the front door of the hotel dings and you watch as a, a long-haired gentleman walks in and he's got a bunch of boxes of donuts is this jackson it is yes i can know it's, it's great <laughs> uh yeah dave will um mosey on over to jackson to help him out carrying all the stuff he's carrying and uh he'll say uh oh hey there jackson Oh, hey, uh, 
Sorry about all this. I had to run out and get some breakfast for everybody, you know, because uh, Paula called in and said that she was snowed in. And so, uh, I mean, again, we're not uh, trying to run a terrible show here or nothing, but we also don't want people driving when it's unsafe. And she lived a bit uh, ways out. And so, uh, yeah, when I got here, there was no one. And so I thought I might head over to the Dunkin' and get some donuts for everyone. Honestly, good call having her stay home. Didn't go well for us yesterday. Oh, you were here yesterday? You I thought you got in in, in, in in the afternoon, though, right? Nope, second night here. Remember, we got our car stuck yesterday, so... We ended up in an accident. It was a whole mess. He's going to look over at you, Dave, and he's going to say, Is your buddy drunk? Uh, no, it ended up on the news, I think. There's a whole fire from an 18-wheeler. I mean, you can turn on the boob if you want, but uh, I ain't heard nothing about that. He'll uh, walk over, he'll set down the donuts, and then he'll go behind the counter and he'll grab out a remote for you and he'll allow you to turn on the TV. There's over in Cass Lake where six people have been murdered by a man named Adam Gumby. And there's various, like, local morning shows that are on... And they're reporting various accidents around, uh, you know, Bemidji, Sault Ste. Marie, like, you know, the local kind of area. And, uh, yeah, none of them even come close to mirroring what happened to you guys yesterday, though. Man, this is the lousy state of the media these days. Not a single story about the fish fingers. <laughs> While that's happening, Dave's going to go over and uh, grill Jason and Sean about what they remember from the day prior. So who are you going to start with? Uh, we'll do Jason. Okay, Jason is the older one, right? That sounds correct. I've been playing him <laughs> like that, so, you know. <laughs> Makes sense to me. What, Dad? I'm hungry. Yeah, we're uh, probably going to take a little walk here in a second to go to McDonald's for uh, breakfast. But uh, kind of a weird question, Jason. What do you uh, remember about yesterday? Um, well, we drove in and we met your boomer friends. And that's about it, I think. Okay. You know, I'm technically Gen X, right? <laughs> uh, Dave will at this point turn to Sean or at le- or call him over if he's not right there and ask him the same question. You know, what do you remember about yesterday? Daddy's Generation X a wrestler? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Dave will... <laughs> we got on the plane and then the big truck and we came here. Dave slowly nods. His children would certainly remember <laughs> all that shit that happened yesterday. Uh, so Having their lives threatened by Spencer in the car. <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I feel like it, they're his kids, so it's probably pretty clear to Dave that they don't. Oh, yeah, they're very honest with you. Like, you do not detect deceit. Like, Jason was kind of sarcastic about it but like everything checks out yeah all right then dave's gonna go back to charlie and spencer um for a little 
group meeting and uh he'll say so guys i had a little bit of a sit down with the boys over there and uh well they don't remember anything about yesterday yeah well i guess that stomach ache really took a took a toll on us i would understand that i mean i don't think that a stomach ache would uh have kids forgetting about some of the things that they see yesterday I tell you what, I want to forget about yesterday. I mean, like, he didn't want to see the jacuzzi after... Uh, I'm just going to stop right there. So what are you <laughs> saying, Dave? <laughs> you know, I don't rightly know what I'm saying. But I do know this. Something very strange is going on. And maybe, just maybe, we're at the center of it all. For some reason. Something supernatural. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You know, I don't want to jump to conclusions and say that there's something supernatural going on. Oh, oh. I bet we're being pranked. Where's the hidden cameras? <laughs> and I start looking around. <laughs> <laughs> you all hear kind of like this cracking noise um, going on above you and... Then you hear, like, this loud sort of, like, sliding and friction noise against the roof, and you look out the window to the to the side that uh, the main doors and entrance and, like, the parking lot would be, and you watch as just a large uh, amount of snow just comes tumbling down uh, incredibly fast and incredibly hard, and it piles up near the window, and it... Uh, takes up a, a pretty large amount of space and then everything kind of quiets down again. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe we should head to McDonald's, huh? I think if we're going to make the trip, we should do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, maybe we should just skip breakfast. It didn't work out for us well yesterday. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, I would trust the quality assurance at McDonald's over this place. I do got to get some food for the kiddos, one way or the other. All right. So you uh, you gather up uh, Jason and Sean, and you all start making your way out into the street, uh, or into the parking lot, I mean, with Bill. And, Charlie, you're sort of lagging behind. Uh, roll me dexterity, please. <laughs> uh... Wow, a rare dex pass for Charlie. Okay, so again, you all hear this loud crack and just this rush of friction as this snow begins to just descend incredibly and impossibly quickly. And Charlie, you just instinctively leap forward. And right as this happens, like your legs and stuff kind of get buried by snow a little bit, but you managed to miss the the brunt of it as basically the entire entrance is now uh buried under snow (sighs) that was a close one oh my god you almost got crushed buddy yeah glad you made it out i just had a feeling strange feeling well on the mcdonald's (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if their ice cream machine's working today (laughs) (laughs) So you start to make your way around the corner and you 
get into kind of like a little commercial uh, section of Bemidji and there's a few shops that haven't opened, a couple of hair salons and things like that. And you head a little bit further up the block and just as Bill said, there are the golden arches of McDonald's and uh, it doesn't take you long. Like you guys are there within about 10 minutes. Um, it only really takes that long because Charlie is really slow in uh, this very deep snow. And uh, But all of you managed to help him hobble his way into the McDonald's and you go up and you place your orders and you all kind of go and sit down and start eating and Bill goes, yeah, you know, I'm an accountant uh, in, uh, in Rochester there, you know. Uh, trying to come up and uh, see if I can try my hand at a bit of ice fishing, you know. Uh, maybe win that there trophy. It'd be real nice to put on the mantle, of course, you know. Uh, well, I got bad news for you. You won't. <laughs> you trying to say that you're going to be the winner here, bud? No, but uh, my new buddy Spencer here, I hear he's quite the fisherman. Oh, no, I've, I, I've never fished. I just make the reels. <laughs> I'm a designer. <laughs> oh, Wait. <laughs> You're making a product for something you've never done? Yeah, I, I don't like to get my hands wet. How do you know if it's any good? I mean, people tell me. I, I can read a text sheet. All right, mister, you might win after all. <laughs> I even invented a bearing. Look at this one. And I pull out my, my suitcase and get out a special bearing. Show it to oh me. my god. It looks just like every other bearing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a bearing if I've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah, but check this out and I hold the middle of it and then spin the outside and it's like this. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> Like I said, that that's a bearing if I've ever seen one, you know? Yeah, it's got the magic touch, I tell ya. Jason and Sean seem in much better spirits at this point. They're kind of laughing and uh, and joking with each other. and They seem to be doing a lot better than they were when they were still hungry. And um, so, yeah, you pack everything up, you throw away your food, uh, your wrappers and whatnot, and you head out of the McDonald's and you start to make your way back to the hotel. Well, if it's the second, we still have time for the event. Opening day. Yeah, we'll probably just want to check the weather, uh, you know, because it's not too great out right now. But uh, I can check that when we get back. Well, I think what happened yesterday, Dave, was you were just going way too fast. You should have brought it down <laughs> to a cool 25. I do admit, I had a bit of a lead foot yesterday. Could definitely have <laughs> st- <laughs> Instead to slow it down a little. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to the place. Do they have the front door uh, shoveled out? Um, so there's some people out front working on it, and uh, one of the guys that's uh, shoveling it, he'll point um, around the corner and say, uh, "There's there's a, another door over there if you want to, you know, take a little walk." Okay. Yeah. Plan of attack walk in using side door, get in and check the forecast for today to see if weather's going to get bad, kind of like what we experienced yesterday, um, or worse. Oh, yeah, dude. You uh, immediately look at your phone, and, and the first thing that you see is that red um, 
that red like band that they put um, across the top that uh, says uh, snow flurry warning. Uh, actually, since we can look this up, is there anything about the events? Like, is are there any like warnings? Like, drive safely, or is it canceled due to weather or anything like that? So you go immediately to the web, uh, the events web page, which is literally a Facebook event page, <laughs> and <laughs> somebody at six oh one this morning posted, "Drive safe, everyone." And you can, you know, it's just got a couple of exclamation points and then a thumbs up emoji. And, uh, yeah, it, it, that's literally it. Like, it's got all of the information, you know, it's on, like, Bemidji. It uh, starts at 9 a.m. Um, it's a by weight catch tournament, so the largest weight of uh, keepable fish will be the winner. And the prizes are all, you know like rods reels and you know various tackle boxes and things like that probably like a bass pro gift card too sure that makes sense yeah then looking at his phone dave will just kind of say aloud to the group oh you know the weather here is uh not looking too great um at least in the forecast anyways i'm not sure how uh these conditions are going to fare out in terms of driving maybe not so bad getting there but i'm kind of concerned about getting back at the very least. Understandable. Well, maybe we just go just have a look around and we'll come home early and beat the traffic. <laughs> yeah, as uh, disappointing as that might be, you know, I know the kiddos had their heart set in getting out in the lake and uh, I certainly could have done, stood to do some uh, fishing on my own, but, uh, you know, safety has to come first. Well, we could stay here and watch the event on TV. I mean, it's already ice fishing. What would the weather have to do with any of it? Like, what's the worst that could happen? You get cold, you're already going to be there. It's mostly driving conditions that I'm concerned about. You know, things, uh, whiteout conditions, driving off-road, getting run off the road by giant trucks, that sort of thing. Well, there is that. I don't want to repeat what we did yesterday. Yeah, that would be awful. And then I look at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, you know, I suppose we could just choose to do the exact same thing that we did yesterday. (laughs) But uh, I I think something a little different's in order. A little bit safer. Why don't I just uh, shell out the dough, we'll rent a big room, and uh, we'll all just have a relaxing day here at the hotel. There's a glimmer that sheens off of my my black card. (laughs) Pull it from my wallet. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. You know, I want to check to see if the fellows out front need any help with anything. Um, But if you want to get that room down, I think that sounds uh, perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm going to crutch my way to the front desk and order up whatever the biggest room is party room (laughs) bridal suite oh yeah we got a couple of suites yeah we got uh you know they're they're honeymooning and the tub is heart shaped but (laughs) you know we can bring some cots in and it's got you know two beds oh you know we don't we just need to get a big old tv and some place to stretch out and uh that ought to do her. You know where they're broadcasting this event? Any local news stations or anything? Uh, 
I mean, they might cover it at uh, the five o'clock news, but other than that, I don't <laughs> think there's going to be, you know, <laughs> coverage. <laughs> well, maybe we'll catch a marathon somewhere. Yeah, okay, so all you're going to need to do is you go up the stairs and uh, go all the way down to your left until you get to the end of the hallway and you'll find the, find the suite there. Ah. Uh. All the way down to the end of the hallway. <laughs> All right. So as you're making your way up these stairs, um, this is an older built building. And so these stairs are a little bit steeper than they normally would be in most places. So roll me dexterity. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, barely a fail. Okay. So as you're making your way up, um, Jason and Sean, they're racing their way up the stairwell as well. And Jason knocks into your crutch and just knocks it clean out from under you. And you go tumbling backwards and you hit every single stair as you're doing it. And when you hit the ground, your head just smacks against it. And everybody hears it. It's incredibly loud. And there's this sickening wet crack as it happens. And immediately this enormous puddle of blood starts to uh, fill the carpeting that's uh, down at the bottom of these stairs. And uh, Charlie, you're barely conscious right now. Like you're here sort of, but everything is just very, you have double vision right now. You're woozy and it's hard to tell what's happening. Uh, for clarity's sake, I'd like to say that Dave probably sent the kids with Charlie and Spencer. Spencer's going with Charlie while Dave checked out up front to see if they needed any hand shoveling. Because he's that sort okay. of Okay. So Dave is outside. Then, uh, Spencer, you're probably one of the only people that sees this besides uh, Jackson. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I, ru- I run over to him and um, reach out with my good hand to try to pick him back up. Dave? Uh, you... N- notice immediately that he is bleeding profusely. There is an enormous puddle that you would guess is somewhere in like the foot and a half uh, diameter behind his head right now and rapidly filling. Oh my god, first the jacuzzi, now this. Dave, hi. Take a tumble. Yeah, yeah, you just uh, keep quiet here and we'll we'll get you all sorted. I'm gonna get them to come and uh, get help, okay? Just wait right here. I'm gonna go try to run to the front desk and... Uh, Jackson is running over and he's like, I, I, um, you, 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 I, somebody's gotta call 911. Oh god, somebody's gotta call 911 right now. Um, yes, um, somebody um, has okay. to call 911 and I put my hand on his shoulder and like kind of make the big eyes at him that he's gotta do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, I, I'll go. Yep, okay. And he'll run over by, and like he's frantic at this point. Like you can see that he's completely shaking, and he rushes over and he grabs onto the phone, and it's like wavering in his hand, and he kind of almost drops it a few times, and he's dialing some numbers onto the phone, and then he holds it up to his ears, and he's just breathing heavily. What are you doing now, Spencer? All right, Charlie, how many fingers am I holding up? And I hold up three fingers in front of his face. I see five or six, Dave. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, we're going to have help on the way here. Um, I had three, by the way. You're going to make it. This is, the, you know, look at what you did yesterday. We, we made it through that. Spencer? Spencer. 
This is the second time you've saved my life. Yeah, that's that's right. And you you owe me with that big black card you got in your uh, wallet there. <laughs> Drinks will be on you later, buddy. I'll buy you whatever you want. Uh, Spencer, you want you want a Roy Rogers? You got it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I drink. <laughs> Uh, I look at the camera again. (laughs) (laughs) Roll constitution, Charlie. (laughs) Nat 20 fail. Amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, immediately, uh, Charlie stops moving and breathing. Oh, no. Come on. Come on. I start smacking him on the face. Don't do this to me. You hear Jackson yell, The ambulance is on the way! I'm going to start doing chest compressions. So you do chest compressions for what feels like hours. And everything is a blur as uh, uh, paramedics arrive and you see people getting a backboard off of this uh, stretcher and they're sliding it under... Um, Charlie's body and uh, you watch as other people take over chest compressions and somebody else is doing this bag um, mask over his mouth and they lift up on this board once they've completed strapping him down and again everything just seems to be happening in slow motion. At this point Dave, you're out front and you've watched as as these paramedics rush in the side like you've heard the sirens as they're coming and the uh, they pull up quickly uh, next to a, like a cleared handicapped spot and they rush out the back and the sides of it and then into the building and uh, I, I imagine that you probably set down your shovel and follow and when you get inside you see that uh, Jason and Sean are, are crying at a table just weeping and sobbing openly and uh, you you can see that they're covering up Charlie with a sheet on this stretcher and you can see that Spencer is in this this fetal position almost and he's he's not really cognizant of what's going on around him he's just kind of near this this bloody stain on the bottom of the carpet at the bottom of the stairs yeah Dave's first instinct I, as soon as he sees the ambulance he knows it's Charlie I feel like he just knows that in his gut that something happened to Charlie um, but he doesn't know the extent of which and his first thing he has to do here is take care of the kids so it's just sitting down with them and uh, making sure that they're alright I think the rest of the afternoon conversations with police officers people coming and going everything again is just such a blur and you're all given a stipend to go and stay at a different motel that's down the road, and you're all given rides by these police officers, and you are in the same car as your children, Dave, and you, you've been consoling them and probably crying with them at this point, and, uh, or maybe cried out, uh, possibly. And when you get to the hotel room, you make your way inside knowing that this storm is too bad and it's not worth it to make your way to the airport at this point and so you get the kids settled in and you get yourself settled in and you lay down into bed and go to sleep and Spencer I think you do the same thing and 
the next morning, Charlie, you awaken to your alarm clock going off, and you hear, Good morning, Bemidji! It's 7.01 a.m. and a brisk 7 degrees outside with a chance of flurries all day. I am Mike Wolf with KAPL, and this is your morning grind! Starting off the day with Braxton Barfel's seminal 2001 hit, Who Was In My Hole Last Night? Huh? Woke up uh. and oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Dial the phone. Call uh, Dave's room. Dave, your kids are jumping on the bed. You just heard the radio announcer. Uh, you checked your phone immediately when you heard the radio announcer and your kids were jumping on the bed. And again, it is February 2nd and your phone rings. He lets it ring just a little bit longer than he normally would, slowly puts the phone like down, uh, get, tells the kids to stop jumping on the bed, they'll hurt themselves, and then answers the phone and uh, says... Uh, oh, hey there, it's, uh, Dave. Hi, Dave. Charlie, uh, you're all right. Yeah, I, uh, I took a tumble down the stairs there yesterday. Yeah, we, uh, you know what, I'm gonna come over to your room to talk about this. Uh, give me a second. And Dave's gonna hang up rather abruptly, um, tell his kids that he's gonna just... Uh, step out of the room for just a little bit, have them stay put, and he's going to go over there to Charlie's room. So you bump into a gentleman as soon as you leave the room, and he's wearing a purple Vikings jacket, and he's got a bushy mustache, <laughs> and he says, hey, watch it there, guy. Without even thinking, Dave immediately says, oh, sorry about that, Bill. Oh. And he keeps walking, because he needs to get to Charlie's room. Okay. Have a good one, pal. Knock, knock, knock. You hear something fall inside the room, and then the door opens, and I'm, like, buttoning <laughs> on my pants, and I'm like, damn this bastard. Oh, hey, Dave. Yeah, uh, so we saw them, you know, wheeling you away on a stretcher yesterday. I must have blacked out. I don't remember. Let me, uh, go get Spencer here. One second. And he'll go across the hall and knock on Spencer's door. You don't get an answer uh, for a few minutes, but you hear shuffling. Dave waits. Yeah, <laughs> and then after a good while, like uh, you see a very shoveled uh, Spencer who looks like he's been uh, drinking most of the night. Were you up all night, Spencer? Yes. Okay, so at some point, you black out and you wake up in a completely different room. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Dave, uh, you're not going to believe this. The walls are a different color here. Yeah, uh, well, you may not believe this, but Charlie's alive. (laughs) You see his eyes start to roll back, and he just falls down flat backwards. (laughs) Dave would try to catch you, but I'm just going to say he doesn't manage to do it. Oh, uh, all right. Dave will pick you up and (laughs) eat you onto your bed so you're not just laying on the floor. And go over to Charlie, tell Charlie to come over to Spencer's room, and then he'll try to make sure that Spencer's doing all right. I think he'll come too eventually. Okay, great. Yeah, like, it, if you bring Charlie back into the room, like, as soon as you both walk in there, Spencer, <laughs> like, just sits up in the bed like the Undertaker coming up out of the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Yeah, uh, 
All right, so I'm assuming the two of you remember yesterday asking me if I thought this was something supernatural. And, uh, well, considering we saw that Charlie was dead yesterday, and today he's most certainly not, I admit, I don't have a clue of what's going on here. I was up the whole time. It's like, at some point, I just just blinked and I was back here. I guess reliving the worst two days of my life, which are, at this point, the same day. Yeah, I uh, know the feeling. You died in my arms, Charlie. I remember you were there. Yeah, I was doing chest compressions on you for as long as I could. I mean, granted, I only had one good arm, so I mean, maybe they weren't the greatest, but I tried. You held up uh, two hands full of fingers for me and it was one hand. It was three fingers. I owe you. Spencer, I owe you. What do you owe me? You died. All I know is I I owe you. I owed you and then I I woke up in bed. Exactly. Check your phone right now. I will pull it out and uh February second. What are we gonna do? Every time we fall asleep or die, we wake up here. I didn't fall asleep. Something happened. Yeah, we even, uh, you know, after you passed away, Charlie, we went to a different, uh, went to a different hotel to stay in and, uh, woke up here still, so. Are we in purgatory? Worse. We're in Bemidji. (laughs) (laughs) There's a tagline for this. Great. Fucking got him. (laughs) What are we going to do? Uh, well, I don't have any good answers for that. Everyone roll wisdom for me, please. Uh, Best stat. That's a success. Success. You want to get under, right? Yep. All right, then that's a success. You all hear somebody pounding on a door. Um, you think it's coming from the right of the room that you're in, and that would be your room, Dave. Like, loud pounding on it. God damn it. Okay. Dave's just gonna... Assuming we all look at each other because we all hear the same thing, Dave's just gonna head out and over to the door to his room. You walk out into the hallway, and you can see that Bill is pounding on your door. Oh, uh, hey there, Bill. Actually, just talking your to a friend ki- your of mine kids, over here. Your kids, your kids, your kids, they, I think I saw him going out the front door. I tried to chase after him, but I don't, you know, I followed the tracks a little bit, but there were a lot because, you know, people have been coming and going. The little ones that I saw in the room, um, your little Dave's ones, Dave's already they, moving. Uh, He's, he doesn't e- really even hesitate. He hears his kids walk out the front <laughs> door of this place, um, and he books it. I'm just going to throw Charlie over my shoulder and carry him out like <laughs> wounded soldier style. Yeah, you uh, you all start hurrying out the front door and uh, you try and follow tracks. But, I mean, they could go either left towards the McDonald's or right, you would imagine, is leading down towards the diner at this point. Uh, Dave probably has a good lead on Spencer and Charlie. Um, Unless they call out, he might not even know they're there. Uh, So he'll probably just go left. Okay. So you're hurrying your way, and it's 
not super snowy, but I mean, you know, most people haven't gotten out to shovel at this point, and you're just making your way as fast as you possibly can. Roll me dexterity. Love these rolls. These are my favorite. That is barely a success. (laughs) (laughs) So, while you're crossing the street, you hear this horn honk out, and you sort of jump back as quickly as you possibly can, and this car just skids maybe a foot in front of you. I mean, barely missing your toes. It splashes you full of slush and then comes to an arrest uh, maybe five, six feet uh, to the right of you at this point um, of the intersection. And the driver like makes eye contact with you and you can see that it's a, a young lady and she looks fucking terrified and she floors it and it spits up a little bit more slush and then she eventually takes off onto the road and gets out of there. <laughs> to add to that, Dave would probably like run, try to run over to the driver's side door. Obviously, she's going to take off with the intent of like asking her about the kids, not caring about himself at all. Um, oh, yeah. She's fucking terrified, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. just absolutely terrified. <laughs> and uh, he looks around frantically. Can he get a sense of any sort of tracks? I know it's probably tough. Um, why don't you roll me wisdom? Sure. That is a success. You actually see some little footprints are uh, going up over the snowbank, and you begin to immediately follow them, and you go turn around the corner in this commercial district, and you see Jason and Sean are holding hands and making their way towards the Golden Arches. Yeah, Dave's going to run them down. (laughs) Uh, He'll call out to them, and then... Uh, run on over to them just like soaking wet probably breathing pretty heavily because he was he was really pushing himself I would imagine Um, oh absolutely you know I told you to stay put in the room shouldn't be leaving like that we were hungry Jason says do you even have money for food what 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 was the plan here I don't know we were hungry okay what we're gonna do alright we're gonna go in there we're gonna get you some food and we're gonna go straight back we ain't gonna leave the hotel today we ain't gonna go upstairs today we're just gonna (laughs) sit in the cafeteria and relax because the weather's supposed to get real bad and you know you can't ever do this again right I'm sorry I was just hungry and Sean was hungry and we were just trying to get some food and there was nothing down in the hotel Okay, well, we're going to get food now. Just, you don't leave my side like that ever again. And he'll just, like, kind of, he'll pat them on the back, but kind of, like, grab their shoulders and escort them into McDonald's to get food. (laughs) God, I wish I could say that I haven't done that before. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie and Spencer, um, you've been following, you saw the you know, near miss with the car and you're making your way uh, around the corner as well. And why don't you guys both roll me dexterity? I'm being carried, so it's all up to Spencer. <laughs> yeah, Spencer, take it at disadvantage, actually. Fail. Okay. <laughs> so you turn this corner and immediately you hear this like loud, familiar crack of ice and this enormous sheet just comes down and it just 
smashes into the side of both of you and it takes you down to the ground and I think everything goes black at that point. Uh, Dave, roll me wisdom. Just barely pass. You're like reuniting with Jason and Sean and right as you're about to make your way towards the McDonald's, you hear that crack and it makes you just turn your head backwards and you see this enormous sheet of ice and it comes down and comes down into Charlie first and it it vivisects him in half and then immediately starts making its way down into Spencer's neck and you see this just shower of gore as they're both split almost in two for uh, Spencer but completely in two for Charlie and you're watching as they're twitching there on the street and a couple of cars just crash into each other as they they also witness this spectacle and there's just this immediate chaos and you watch as everything just immediately begins to be a blur around you as you pull out your phone and you dial 911 and it feels like hours pass by as you just try and process everything that's going on and then the sirens come in the distance and paramedics show up and it's conversations with police officers. It's talking to Jason and Sean who are just inconsolable at this point and then getting your stipend to go to a different hotel and knowing that this is a bad idea but also knowing that it's probably a bad idea to take your children into more danger at this point and to back on this road that you know is probably trying to kill you. And you wake up the next morning. Good morning, Bemidji. It's 7.01 a.m. and a brisk seven degrees outside with a chance of flurries all day. I am Mike Wolf with KAPL and this is your morning grind. Starting off the day with Braxton Barfel's seminal 2001 hit, Who Was In My Hole Last Night? Dave's phone rings. (laughs) The kids are jumping on the bed and the phone's ringing. Yeah, and Dave, like, the first thing Dave says when he wakes up is, stop jumping on the bed, you'll hurt yourself. And then he's already reaching for the phone. <laughs> and uh, he'll pick it up and he'll say, uh, Charlie? Dave? Yeah, uh, good to hear you're still alive again. Uh, so... You have a call break. <laughs> Charlie, Dave, it's Spence. <laughs> oh, hey there. Uh, good to hear you're still alive, too. Spencer? Yeah, we, we, it, it got us both this time. I only owe you one now. You <laughs> spent one. That's fair. So we need to meet. Okay, uh, before we meet, how about this? Just kind of throwing this out there, uh, since now that I've personally seen the two of you die. Yeah, it's your turn. Um, and he realizes that he's probably talking a little too... <laughs> too loud so he kind of hushes down at this point um he'll say (laughs) so here's what i think we should do all right let's not leave our rooms okay (laughs) we'll just stay put all day all right i can get behind that all right okay we'll have someone run us up some of the dunkin donuts that jackson brings in and uh no no remember the first day Oh, we can't go hungry, though. Kiddos need some food to get by. Have, have them go down to McDonald's and bring us some, as no, long as we're not going there. No, I think no we'll one's fine. leaving the room, sorry. You know, I, I think uh, we can use uh, Charlie's black credit card to uh, order ourselves some uh, takeout. 
locally and never have to leave our uh, hotel rooms here. Yeah, yeah, McDelivery. McLivery. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Uh, it's not going to be so bad. We can have each other on speaker and we'll have a day together. Mm-hmm. We can even, uh, the TVs in our rooms here, we can turn into uh, the old fishing channel. Have a watch party. <laughs> right, have ourselves a little bit of a watch along. You know, I'd kind of rather die than do that. <laughs> There's a stagnant pause from Dan when you say that. (laughs) But in the rooms, we just stay here. That sounds good. Yep. All day and we see what happens. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time. Well, we can chat on the phone, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really don't want to do the watch along, then I suppose it can just be me, Charlie, and the kiddos. Oh, you already hung up, didn't you? That's already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, I guess our uh, great plan of action is to do fuck all. Okay, so I think in about an hour. You get a knock on the door. Um, you did a leave at the door, uh, DoorDash. You tipped generously with Charlie's black card, and all of you get a knock, and there are McDonald's waiting at your door when you uh, reach out and you grab it and uh, basically look like um, the fucking thing from Adam's family just reaching out, grabbing the fucking food, and going right back into your room, and you slam the door shut, you chain it back shut, and... Um, Everything is uneventful. Um, let's say it's about noon if you guys want to like call each other or something like that. Yeah, Dave's phone will ring. <laughs> hey there, Charlie. Uh, this is the life. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice to be out in the lake doing a little bit of fishing, but uh, a little bit of leisure time never hurt anyone. And hopefully it doesn't hurt anyone today. Well... This is all my leg needed. Some rest and relaxation. Yo, you're kind of pushing it uh, going on this trip there with that leg of yours. Seems to have caused a lot of problems for you. I'll tell you what's weird. Every time I wake up, I feel fresh as a daisy. Well, hopefully that carries you over to tomorrow. You know, we should probably bring Spencer in on the call and make sure he's still alright. Alright. Beep boop a doop. He's going to let it ring a bunch of times. <laughs> and then finally, after like maybe five or six rings. I thought we were clear. Oh, you're alive. Yes, I'm alive. Gave us a little spook there. Yeah, you know, I figured it'd be good to just stay in touch. Do a little, some check-ins if we're not talking. That sort of thing. Well, yeah, if I didn't make it, then we'd just be in the same spot as we were tomorrow. And you'd probably hear sirens or something outside at some point. So that brings up the real question. What are we going to do if we wake up on the 2nd tomorrow? You mean the real tomorrow? You mean February 3rd? What are we going to do if we don't reach February 3rd? I suppose we keep trying other things. See if anything helps. What do you think this all means, Dave? 
the grand scheme of things, I mean, did you do anything horrible? I didn't, I didn't really tell my wife honestly where I would be. She thinks I'm visiting my parents. Why, uh, why would you lie about going on this trip here? Actually, back up. Why would you lie to your wife? You know, you shouldn't really do that sort of thing. Just be an open line of communication. She's not very big on the idea of moving, and I knew that she wouldn't approve of me trying to think about taking this job. But I think if she knew what a great place this was, she would... But now I'm not so sure this is a great place. Yeah, all things considered, I probably probably wouldn't come back here. Did either of you do anything wrong before you came? You know, I suppose I did speed a little one time not too long ago. <laughs> Went 35 and a 30. You were doing speed? Oh, I see. <laughs> but uh, I don't think this is the sort of punishment that that sort of thing would warrant. Oh, Spencer hung up on us again, didn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> He's been gone Great. for like a few minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. We'll see how this plays out. Yeah, alright. See you when I see you, Dave. Alright, sounds good. And we'll keep doing nothing. So while the day passes on, I think Charlie will grow a bit antsy and feel kind of weird because the days, like three days have passed and normally he showers every morning, but he has not. And so even though it's the same day, he still feels kind of grubby, like even if it's a placebo effect, I think he's going to just hop in the shower real quick. Yeah, why don't you roll me dexterity? (laughs) (laughs) Passerino. Oh, shit. Okay. So you get into the shower and you immediately slip. Like, your feet go completely out from under you and you smack your head up against the side of the shower, but it smarts. There's definitely going to be an egg and you feel awful like your your leg banged up against some things as you hit the ground but you're laying there staring up and you're spitting out the water from the from the shower head that's raining down upon you currently and just thanking your lucky stars that you're still kind of okay Dave's phone rings again <laughs> hey there Charlie I am sitting in my bed Completely naked, Dave. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sopping wet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because I almost died again in the shower. Okay. <laughs> so maybe you just uh, dry off there and tuck yourself in a bed and go to sleep, huh? <laughs> We're not safe anywhere, Dave. We're not safe anywhere. Dave, roll wisdom, please. <laughs> sure. Uh, that's a pass. You look over and you see that uh, Jason is snacking on a double cheeseburger and 
he immediately kind of like looks at you and is grasping at his mouth and at his neck and just like panicking immediately. Uh, okay, gotta go. Child's choking. And he hangs up immediately and goes to, to fucking deal with that. <laughs> okay, roll strength. Okay, sure. His phone is still ringing off the hook. Uh, does Meats beats? Uh, no, it does not. Then that is a fail. Okay. Yep. So Great. Y- you rush over and you immediately place your your hands around uh, Jason's waist and you start squeezing and the phone is just ringing and you're just wrenching into this child and you're looking down and everything just is is not going the way that it's supposed to and you're just forcing your, your hands back into his stomach and he's turning blue at this point and then you stop and you panic and you, you don't know what else to do and so you pick up your phone and you dial 911 and everything just begins to go in slow motion again and you, you are trying to get this obstruction out of Jason's mouth. You've turned him over on his back. You're reaching inside and you're just digging your hands as deep as you can possibly get them. And you're trying to get it out and you can't get it out and there's nothing that you can do. And then the door is kicked open by paramedics who rush in and they're pushing you to the side and you're screaming and pleading with them. And they again just force you to the side and they put him on this stretcher and they're forcing into his chest and into his stomach and they're doing everything in their power to try and bring him back and everything is a blur. It's talking with police. It's your phone ringing off the hook and you finally bring yourself to go to bed and when you wake up the next morning, it's Good morning, Bemidji. It's 7.01 a.m. and a brisk 7 degrees outside with a chance of flurries all day. I am Mike Wolf with KAPL and this is your morning grind. Starting off the day with Braxton Barfel's seminal 2001 hit, Who Was In My Hole Last Night? And you look over and Jason and Sean are jumping on the bed. Ah, uh, I think this morning he lets the phone ring. And just, like, lets them have a little bit of fun on the bed. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's going to take it very slow this particular morning. Weirdly, the phone doesn't ring. Oh. Oh. That's weird. Then, yeah, he uh, does certainly take it very slow. When he realizes the phone doesn't ring, he'll, um get the kids ready to head out and uh, he'll head into the hallway. He checks for Bill first so he doesn't bump into him. Maybe he waited too long to this morning. I'm not sure. And uh, His plan is to go check in his buddies. When you step outside, you stop. Like, you do a stutter when you open up the door and Bill passes right cleanly in front of you as though you are Dalvin Cook running back for the Minnesota Vikings. It's like instinct, like nothing you could do would have prepared you for the fact that your body is just ready to dodge Bill from now on, apparently. (laughs) Yes, right. Just a nice wave to the guy, but uh, we need to go knock on Charlie and Spencer's doors. No answer when you knock on Charlie's. Neither on Spencer's. Great. Uh, Dave's gonna call them on his phone. Uh, Charlie's always calling Dave, so we'll do Charlie first. Hey, Dave. Oh, hey there, Charlie. How are you now? Very cold. 
Whoa. Where are you? I don't know. I'm trying to hoof it to the airport. I have to go, Dave. I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna get out of this if it kills me. Ah, uh, what, what airport? Where, where are you heading? I'm going home. I'm going back to my wife. I don't care if it costs me every single thing on my black card. Wait, when'd you leave this morning? As soon as I woke up. I, I'm sorry, Dave. I don't want to leave you and the kids and everything behind, but I'm worried that every man for himself I mean you do what you gotta do take care of yourself you know uh, just hope you make it alright Dave you hear this horn honking and this horrible screech of tires and then the line goes dead he slowly pulls the phone from his face slowly hits the dial button for Spencer there's no answer and then you hear ambulance um, sirens in the distance what's going on in your room Spencer I'm not in my room (laughs) I'm in the jacuzzi and I got a toaster um, (laughs) on an extension cord that I dropped in there with me (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah okay um Dave what are you doing Uh, okay, so if Dave hears, uh, sirens approaching, right? Uh, yeah. He wants to see what happens, um, but he's gonna keep the kids close in a way to try to, like, stop them from seeing it, uh, if he can. So you make your way down to the lobby, and you watch as the front door busts open and a bunch of paramedics make their way inside and they start making their way uh, back towards the pool area. And as you see, they're bringing out a body, but it's covered with a sheet. And so you can't really see or tell who it is, but you know in your heart that it's Spencer as they make their way out the front door and you hear that crack and the snow begins to slide from the roof and it buries the paramedics along with uh, what you assume to be Spencer's corpse. Uh, Dave, utterly dejected, just brings the kids back to the room and goes on full lockdown. Like, everything is just going downhill and he's obviously losing what little grasp on the situation he thought he had. So it's just kind of shutdown mode for today like complete like if he has to lie to his kids to get them through the day without eating (laughs) so be it after everything that has gone on like they saw these paramedics get buried through the windows and they are pretty satisfied with just watching tv and not saying much of anything and you eventually all go to bed and the next morning you hear Good morning, Bemidji. It's 7.01 a.m. and a brisk 7 degrees outside with a chance of flurries all day. I am Mike Wolf with KAPL and this is your morning grind. Starting off the day with Braxton Barfel's seminal 2001 hit, Who Was In My Hole Last Night? And the kids are jumping on the bed. Dave's phone rings. 
stop jumping on the bed, you hurt yourselves. He picks up the phone. Charlie? Dash. Yeah, you alright? <sighs> here we are. Gonna dial in Spencer. Hey, I'm here. Okay. Uh, last couple were a bit rough. Um, yeah, I was just trying some stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we gotta get to this show. Like, yeah. I, maybe it's my bearings. <laughs> All things considered, if this is gonna keep going on. Listen to this. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> what we're gonna do, alright, is we're gonna pack up right quick, we're gonna hit the road, we're gonna swing by McDonald's for some food, and then we're gonna go straight to the event. We ain't stopping, we ain't taking any detours. At the very least, we're gonna do some dang fishing today. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you are on a mission. So much of a mission that today, you step out the door and you bump right into Bill. Hey there, Bill, sorry about that. Catch up with you later. And he keeps moving with the kiddos. He just stares at you wide-eyed, and you uh, are joined. Um, I'm going to meet him in the hallway. Yeah, as Bill as Bill is walking down the hallway, he sees Dave kind of go along, and out from the right side of the door, out comes Charlie, and then out from the left side comes Spencer, and we're just like, oh, dude. like a scene from West Wing. <laughs> absolutely, like, it is absolutely out of an Aaron Sorkin fucking uh, movie or TV show. Like, it's just... Motherfuckers on a mission. Like Jason and Sean aren't even fucking around at this point. Like they're just head down, marching, and you make your way down. You go straight past the empty Continental Breakfast Bar, and you march back past the front desk. You go into the office. You grab some shovels. You march yep. out to your truck, and you immediately begin to unstick this vehicle and with the determination that is in your uh, current fervor, Dave, like, it takes you no time at all. You eventually just back this thing out up over the snow pile that is remaining and you then just make your way slowly and responsibly to McDonald's. You go through the drive-thru, you get everybody their uh, chosen breakfast of choice. You don't even bitch at the kids about putting the syrup on their flapjacks while they're inside the vehicle because nobody is stopping for anything at any point. You have all of your reels, Spencer. Charlie, anything that you could possibly be missing, you are not because you are on a fucking mission right now. And as you're making your way up 74, you pass a wreck of a semi that's in the ditch. Sucks to be you, bro. <laughs> and you all just continue to zoom past it uh, not zoom past, you go past at a responsible uh, pace and you see that there is fuel and flame leaking out and a very clearly distressed driver that is probably going to die in an ensuing explosion at some point but hey, more fish fingers for the rest of us, right? Man, this McDonald's is busting for real for real, yo. <laughs> no cap, am I right, kids? Your friend's a boomer, Dad. Um, and then uh, you make your way to Lake Bemidji, where you all enjoy a day of prints and ice fishing and just absolute bliss. One of the best days that you've ever had in your entire lives. Winner of this year's 
Adventures Ice Fishing Competition is Dan White from PP Creek. When it ends, you don't win the competition and neither does Bill, so that brings you all a secret little bit of uh, enjoyment <laughs> knowing that that motherfucker didn't win at the very least, and you make your way back uh, to the hotel. No, we, why would we? We're not going back to that damn place. Where are you going? Anywhere. We could try the other hotel. The one that some of us have stayed in in other days. Okay, yeah. So you make your way over to uh, the Lone Pine Inn, which is the other uh, small... It's one of those, like, uh, strips where the doors lead to outside as opposed to being, like, a go inside to, like, corridors sort of place. So (laughs) you go inside and the lady... uh, is smoking a cigarette, which is really odd to be doing indoors uh, in 2022, but she uh, (laughs) doesn't seem to pay much mind to that as she, I mean, like, it's hazy in this uh, room, and she says, what can I do for you? We'll let Charlie take lead since he's probably paying. Uh, yeah. Charlie will drop his glimmering black card on the counter. You all get your rooms for the night. You wake up the next morning and you all frantically check your phones, but you know you're not in the Bemidji Hotel. You're at the Lone Pine Inn. The wallpaper is the same. Everything is the same. And you breathe a sigh of relief and you all get into the truck. You make your way down to Rochester so that you can get onto the plane and, um, All of you get on the same connecting flight. You're going to Minneapolis-St. Paul. And about halfway through the flight, you hear, uh, this is your captain speaking. Everybody, uh, fasten your seatbelts. We're going to be experiencing a bit of turbulence. And the plane immediately drops about 50 feet. And you all just feel your stomachs lurch up into your hearts for a second. And everything just shakes and shakes and shakes violently. Spencer? (laughs) I mean, how else would this end? (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually everything levels off and the seatbelt signs go off and you land in St. Paul and that is where we will end. Oh, well now I seem like kind of a douche. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Dave's aged like 25 years in the span of two days. <laughs> he's like wide-eyed and twitching now. <laughs> if that didn't work, he was going to start to lose it. Somebody knocks their glass over and Dave like freaks out. Spencer shrugs and looks into the camera. <laughs> Woke up swollen and bruised, beer on my jacket and I can't find my shoes and if my memory serves which now it struggles to do I mean a whole slot of trouble again who was in my hole last night who got me into that fight was it the devil was it me was it the drinking and the slur drunken speech who was in Oh, last night I've been
Who was in my hole last night? Who got me into that fight? Was it the devil? Was it me? Was it the drinking in the slur drunken speech? Who was in my hole last night? My head is spinning with it. I say you'll never see me drinking again. Put that damn hole in my head. Who was in my hole last night? Who got me into that fight? Was it the devil? Was it me? Was it the drinking in the slur drunken speech? Who was in my hole? Oh